This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. So welcome, guys, to this week's podcast. I don't know about you, but I've had to really unplug this week, just feeling really bombarded uh, with the news, with all the stimulation, with all the hundreds and thousands of reasons to worry, to be anxious, and uh, just to get a bit of peace, to get a bit of uh, perspective. Um, so I know we're offering more, but hopefully what we'll offer today will just help you take that wee pause, take that wee breath to, um, you know, make a wee adjustment to find the rhythm, you know, find the right, the routine as we're all adjusting to the the new changes that's affecting us, affecting our our family, our communities, our world. So I'm really excited today, really going to be sharing things um, that are so precious to me, they're so, so important to me. And today we're going to be talking about fighting for our hearts. With this COVID-19 virus changing everything, changing life as we know it, uh, not just personally, but the whole world, economically, you know, how we're interacting with each other, um, this deadly virus uh, and how we have to direct our efforts to fight against it. And it's right, we have to fight against it. But today we want to be talking about the fighting against other viruses, the viruses that are just as deadly. The spiritual viruses that steal, that kill, that destroy. You know, we, we're running this podcast and we started at the beginning about the drug deaths rate in Scotland, the suicide rate, the epidemic that that is. And these numbers are far higher deaths than th- those of COVID-19 so far. And what happens with, you know, what's happening with the, the COVID-19 virus, the worldwide World, it's worldwide efforts to close borders, to offer this social distancing so that we keep out the virus so nobody gets infected. Um, but this is just mirroring what needs to happen with your hearts regarding the, the viruses that get in. It cause people to, to die with drugs and die with suicide because behind every one of these deaths, there has been a virus get in. There's worthlessness, there's hopelessness, there's fear, there's there's shame, there's something that's got into people infecting somebody to the point where they just think, you know, what's the point of living anymore? So really, we want to just offer today some really good news, really good news for those maybe have not heard these things before. I know these things will be like water to a thirsty soul. So today I'm really, really excited to introduce my pal to you. Good friend, he joined us at the last boot camp. And uh, his name's Martin King. Martin, how you doing? Fine, thanks, Derek. Fine, thanks. Great to see you. I'm really excited that you're with us today. I'm glad you're here. So Martin joined us at the last boot camp in Aaron. And uh, through our discussions about doing an interview, it became very clear about what we should focus on. And uh, Martin uh, is really going to, you know, really going to open up some of these things about the fight for our hearts, the battle we're in. So I'm just going to... Uh, pass it over to Martin and just you know offer that question to him that a, a wee bit of background about yourself and how this battle has been playing out in your own life in the past. Okay, thanks, Derek. Personally, I think this battle has been going for me since I was the age of thirteen years of age. You know, I've received wounds, and I try to mask the wounds mm-hmm. by other means, mm-hmm. uh, and I've been trying to dull the pain. Let's say mm-hmm. for thirteen 
practically to 38. Yeah. And self-medicating and all sorts of things mm -hmm. through these wounds. And this battle that I knew, I believe, I, don't, I know 100% I'm in this battle, mm -hmm. but for the majority of my life, I never knew I was in a battle. And that's the scary part. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I was never told about the battle that I was in. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's quite hard to describe. Actually, I battled, I've battled all my life for other things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I have never battled for my own life and my own heart. Mm. And I'm at the age of 56 now. And what a revelation to get at 56, I'm having to fight for main heart. Wow, amazing, Martin. Just can't put a wee bit more there with the, you know, never never thought I was in a battle. And, you know, thinking about what, what, what we're looking at right now, the world is stopping. They are taking aggressive action to attack a virus that, that they're saying, we don't want to allow this to get into anybody else. We don't want us to infect them deals, and they're taking these radical, tough, m aggressive measures to to um, make sure we're battling against this and, and keep people free for it. But you know, when we think of this, like, oh, that's just a physical virus that can kill people; it's deadly. But you know, what we are talking about here is the 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 spiritual things that the deadly spiritual viruses of hopelessness, of shame, of worthlessness, of of uh, fear, of doubt, of worry, of despair, of depression. These things that that take your heart to a point of such such infection that you just feel so paralysed and unable to to do anything in life. To share a wee bit on that, that's where you're going with that, yeah. Yeah, it's quite hard. To, it's hard to. T no talk about this apart from talk about what happens in the, in, in, the, in the physical realm, you know what mm -hmm. happens in, in the here and the now, in the mm -hmm. here and the now, you know for a young a young age if you get brought up anywhere I suppose, mm -hmm. but merely like a skimbo you're always taught to fight, fight with violence, mm -hmm. defend yourself, mm -hmm. attack, mm -hmm. which unfortunately we did when we were younger you mm -hmm. know and we thought that was us being men, mm -hmm. you know we thought that's, that's what you did. No, to get hurt. Mm -hmm. And you tell me about a background, Martin. You're from a scheme in Glasgow. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I get brought up in a scheme in uh, Glasgow Temple, which was quite a rough scheme. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was uh, that was the background. Yeah. Violence was the background mm -hmm. back in the day. Mm -hmm. You know, and we thought that's what made us men. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, but when I when when I look at it now, that that was only skimming the surface mm -hmm. of what was really going on inside mm -hmm. because even the battles you were left with a lot of fear mm -hmm. you were left with a lot of doubt you were left with a lot of uncertainty mm -hmm. you know but you smothered them out because you went back out you mastered it mm -hmm. you took what you took to get you through that pain until eventually all that stopped working mm -hmm. it had to stop working mm -hmm. you know because you became fear then and then you knew you were fear mm -hmm. and you never had answers mm -hmm. of how you felt the shame how you felt the the, the guilt, how you felt, the doubt, mm -hmm. you know, they were they were unanswered questions mm -hmm. that really nobody ever answered for mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, we make the point, it's a great point, that you, you grew up, you're fighting to survive yep. in the environment that you were reared in, but then there's this element of, well, how, how do I not take the same spirit into my inner life? Yep. Yep. You know, and that, that's the point. It's, I, I, we grew up needing to fight and protect mm -hmm. yourself yeah. 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 <laughs> but then there's almost this sense of 
I grew up, and then I, I have mean, my story. I saw guys that when I grew up, I grew up guys that were really hard guys, and you know, they, they wouldn't, you wouldn't get away with anything with them. You know, they were they were very ruthless in their in their dealings with people. But then they get they get trapped in addiction, and these same boys were just vegetables. Look, they look like they look so so unable to fight their slice are so taken out because you know they they could see a physical enemy in front of them they would know what to do yeah. they they would assault and attack and aggressively mm-hmm. deal with it but when the when the enemies inside themselves they're, they're absolute captives prisoners yeah. so is that was that what you're saying a wee bit of your background was that was that is the story that that's the story and and you touched on there i've been i've been a prisoner mm-hmm. you know uh, I always thought I was a free person, mm-hmm. but I was such a prisoner trapped with inside myself with the, the thoughts and feelings uh, that I experienced. And I must say, even to this day, I still get attacked with the thoughts and feelings. You know, the way I, the way I looked at it recently was, uh, why, do I, why, do I, why do I take these attacks? Why do, why do I let this thing attack me? With the inner voices, mm-hmm. you know, you're no good enough. Mm. You know, what are you getting out of your bed for? Mm-hmm. Uh, why do you not just stay in your bed? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that to get up for? Mm. You know, these things are a daily battle for me. Mm-hmm. But has God removed them from me? And the answer is no. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they're not removed, but what I do know is Paul had a thorn in his side. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that thorn is a side for like a character that me, because I get that well. Sometimes I forget to do what I'm supposed to do through my disciplines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my thorn in the side is when I wake up, I get the attack, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, I lie there and I take it and I take it and I take it, and mm-hmm. then eventually I get up. Mm-hmm. But we can through the teachings and can through the boot camp. I'm like, ah, no, why are you lying there taking that? <laughs> Why are you mm. not just getting up and mm. saying your prayers? Why are you not getting up mm. and getting in amongst the battle? Why mm. are you lying in bed in the fetal position mm. like a wee boy mm-hmm. getting slapped, getting kicked, mm-hmm. getting punched mm-hmm. by verbal attack? Yep, yep. Yep. Great question, great question for us all. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? And it's it's the reminder of, you know, a, a friend of mine recently was, I, I was talking to, had you know, he'd been diagnosed with diabetes and... It was affecting his life because he goes, I just, I, I, what did I do to deserve this? You know, because he's, he's having to discipline himself every day. He's having to take an injection. It's it's restricting his life. But, you know, on the other side, for me, it's like, I'm not saying that's a blessing, but there's some things that keep us disciplined. Like, for me, I, I, I yeah. back pain. Yeah. So I need to keep stretching. But that, that's a discipline that actually brings me life. It keeps me, it keeps me um, cultivated. It keeps me, it keeps me prepared. You know, instead of just lying about, you know, neglecting yourself, you know, and then lead, it leads into this, you're not as fit. So I'll just say a quote, ma'am. And this quote was sent to me by a pastor, by a leader down, uh, you know, in our area. And uh, he said, "The story of your life is the story of a long." and brutal assault on your heart by the one who knows what you could be and fears it. Now, I had been learning these things, Martin, for years and getting this personal direct revelation about them. But there was something about, you know, the, the structure, the order, like a training plan 
that to to implement these things that that, that helped you actually experience the victory, helped you actually feel as if you're hitting a target. Because I felt I don't know about you, but I felt like my enemy. I was shooting a, a shooting a gun at him, and the the, the 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 bullet was going by him. I was trying to hit a hit a punch, and it was it wasn't hitting him right where it hurts. You know, it, it was like your efforts are ineffective. But learning to then how do I fight? How do I direct my efforts to successfully overcome? So let's bring it up to to, to more current Martin after the boot camp, um, you know, and your journey since then. Let's share a wee bit about that. What happened after you heard some of the content, and maybe even share about what content was it that really opened your eyes and made you more uh, sensitive to here's what I need to do. Yeah. Well, as Derek says there, I know that I, I was doing disciplines, you know, and I was doing what I did every day, and you know, like Derek says there, I couldn't have put it, I just felt as though I was missing the mark, and, and I think I got discouraged with some of the disciplines, you know, because I wasn't, I felt as though I wasn't reaching, reaching my potential, I wasn't being what God wanted me to be, mm-hmm. but since I left, when I left the boot camp, you know, and I was doing the prayers, mm-hmm. uh, and at first of all, I was just doing the prayers as reading them and I was actually doing them quick to get them and done with because they were quite long mm-hmm. and I was looking for time in the morning mm-hmm. and then one Saturday morning I sat and I went through the prayers and, and, and I meditated on it mm-hmm. you know and, and and it came to me what Jesus actually done for us mm-hmm. how he actually took all that stuff that I was thinking mm-hmm. in the morning about me and he actually nailed it to the cross. Mm-hmm. And the other prayers are about washing myself with the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, the authority that Jesus has got on this earth. Mm-hmm. And I'm no using it. Mm-hmm. I'm no using what Jesus did, what Jesus says, what Jesus spoke, what's in the word. I'm no using it because I'm too busy listening to background noise. <laughs> the background noise is actually clouding my judgment as I'm reading mm-hmm. but it was as clear as the nose in my face yep. the three things that Jesus did yep. the, the cross, the resurrection the ascension mm-hmm. if, I, if I claim these things and I bring these things into my life mm-hmm. we, we, we conviction mm-hmm. then the background noise is no longer there mm-hmm. I just want to add, Martin, because I know maybe some of the listeners on the, you know, you're not coming from a point of view, a perspective of uh, faith, but we're giving you a biblical perspective. The Bible has a lot to say about fighting. It's got a lot to say about warfare, you know, and like what we're seeing with this coronavirus, the aggressive action that's been taken, it's like a war footing the government are talking. One of the scriptures we'll share is for First Timothy uh, 1, Paul giving this instruction to Timothy's understudies. He's saying, Here, here's my instructions for you. In accordance with the prophetic imitations which I've formerly received concerning you, that so inspired and aided by them, you would wage a good warfare. And, uh, you know, he's giving this instruction that, look, you've got a, there is a warfare. And you need the right instructions to wage a good warfare, to participate and engage in some that's going to hit the mark. Um, Jesus' words uh, in Matthew 11 were, The kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and it's the violent who take it by force. It's the violent who take it, appropriate it, forcibly pull it from God's hands. You, we have to take these things. Um, what Martin's describing there 
we offer this prayer which I received from John Eldridge who got it for other people but we've adapted it, updated it and you know it's about 15 minutes for freedom. If you look on our website www.freedomfighters.life you'll see the prayer, the daily prayer that's there and really it breaks this down into such practical, clear, a clear structure and order. Here's here's how you fight for your heart. Here's here's the important parts to pray and claim for yourself when these things are assaulting you. Um, here's how you wage a good warfare. Now, Martin phoned me when we discussed about doing the interview. Martin, that was right. You, when we discussed it, and I heard what Martin was saying, I'm going. This is this is so it's so um, important. It's so important to share with others that you know your your journey from camp has been one of right. Wait a minute. I'm now these things have been exposed in my life. I'm now naming. There's shame. There's worthlessness. There's these, this assault that's been happening in my heart. These are the, these are the scripts and the names and the labels that I've been getting attacked with. Well, what did I do about it? Did I just did I still just mm-hmm. keep lying down to it and just accepting it and agreeing with them without any active resistance? No, I've got a responsibility to do what we're doing with the COVID-19. I have to take aggressive action against this. Mm-hmm. So this daily prayer, man, is what you started with. And I'm, I'm, I was so, uh, uh, you know, proud and excited to, to be able to uh, connect with you mm-hmm. because your story really was just like mine. Um, and you know, in terms of, look, I need to take this serious. Um, you know, I need to take this battle serious. I've got this responsibility that my heart, you know, if if I want the life that God intended and offers is offering me, I have to fight for it. So, the prayer starts with a poem, and I I think we'll share the poem yeah, yeah. from the from this Scottish preacher named George Macdonald. And the poem says everything we're saying in one wee paragraph. Doesn't it, Martin? It certainly does. It says everything <coughs> in one wee paragraph. Let me read it to you. It says, um, With every morn my life afresh must break the crust of self that's gathered about me fresh, that God's one spirit would rush in and shake the darkness out of me, rend this mesh, the spider devil spin out of my flesh, eager to net my soul before it would wake that it would slumberous lie and listen to the snake mm-hmm. and for me it was like oh, I read that mm-hmm. Martin, and I was yeah. going wow every morning every new morning my life afresh must break yeah. break what break the crust of self in terms of what the fears the irritations, the bit of shame, the guilt, the condemnation that it's maybe lingering over you, disqualification, doubt, depression. I have to name the things, I have to break them on a daily basis. He says, I'm praying that God's spirit would rush in and shake all this darkness out of me that's been accumulating. Rend this mesh, and to me the mesh speaks of this, you know, it's like this, this web that's gathering over you of all the wrong things sticking to you. He says the spider devil spin. These these lies and these biases and these labels and these scripts that have been accumulating and trying to gather themselves over you. Uh, you know, breaking these things so that I don't just slumberously lie and agree with them. And, you know, experience what Martin was talking about there. I'm lying in my bed and this web is coming over me and I've just been yielding to it and listening to it and agreeing with it for so long. Now I'm saying I have to break this. Mm-hmm. Yep. How's that played out, Martin? Well, 
I think sometimes that, as you call it, that that internal script has played that long. Mm -hmm. It has became part of you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's became part. It's just like breathing. Mm -hmm. It's became part of you. Mm -hmm. You know, but the way I look at it is, if somebody was lying next to you in bed, mm -hmm. saying the things about you, <sighs> you know. You would turn round and have a full-blown argument with him. You would stone up, you'd stone in your corner, mm -hmm. and you would fight for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, that's when I read that 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 prayer that morning. I'm saying, why are you not doing this? Mm -hmm. Why are you lying there and taking it? Mm -hmm. You know, because it just became part of me. That's why I was lying there and taking mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. But you know, it is no part of me. Mm -hmm. That's not what God has got planned for me. Mm -hmm. So what do I have today? When that because that see that poem, see that web that gets thrown in me every single night. Mm -hmm. Do I wake up in the morning and it's no there? No. But do you know what I do now since leaving the boot camp? Mm -hmm. I wake up in the morning and I fight back. Mm -hmm. I fight back. I fight back with God's word. Mm -hmm. You know, God's truth. Mm -hmm. Know the lies that's been fed into me since I was the age of nonsense yep mm -hmm. you know that is no me that mm -hmm. is and do you know how it's no do you know how i know it's no me mm -hmm. do you know how i know it's a lie but see 12 o'clock that day 10 o'clock that day five o'clock that night yeah i don't hear their voices mm -hmm. i don't that doesn't get spoke to me mm -hmm. so see that hour that 10 minutes in the morning mm -hmm. that whatever time in the morning it's mm -hmm. a lie mm -hmm. because see if it wasn't a lie i would feel like that all day mm -hmm. so when i pick up the armor of god when I cover myself with the blood mm -hmm. of Jesus, yep. their lies disappear. Mm. They just dwindle away in the foot of the flare and I go on with my day mm. and I'm in the fight then. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. if I don't see their things, mm -hmm. I'm not in the fight, guys. Mm -hmm. I am not in the fight. Mm -hmm. So I am fed up of being not in the fight for my own life, mm -hmm. for my own heart. And then it extends to my family, my mm -hmm. loved ones, mm -hmm. but my day lying there taking it. Mm -hmm. So I basically got up, mm -hmm. get into the word, mm -hmm. and got on with my day. But it's got to be a discipline, as Derek says. It mm -hmm. can't be parrot fashion. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, it might become parrot fashion sometimes. Mm -hmm. But then I'm, I really know I'm not in the fight, so I'm kidding myself on. Brilliant, man. Yeah, brilliant. And, you know, this is a good fight. First Timothy 6.12 mm -hmm. says, Fight the good fight of faith. Mm -hmm. Right, when it says good here, it, it's, it's really saying you have got the required qualities to win you've got the essential the necessary the prescribed qualities to win this mm. but it's a fight of faith this is not some sort of script it's unique to your heart that are getting uh, assaulted and you're getting tempted away and you know your heart's getting uh, accused of they're all unique to you so you have to be able to be alive and name the things and be able to uh, you know do a certainty with daily prayer address the things uh, uh, you know put the things on the cross nail the things in that's hindering your progress and joy nailing the things to the cross that's our part it's this good fight we've got the, the required qualities but we need to engage in the battle we need to wage a good warfare against these things or you know, we're looking at now, there was 780 uh, you know, suicides in, in uh, 2018, more drug deaths than 1,100 odd last year, there's more. So this epidemic, pandemic, um, you know, there's potential that more and more people, when, when, they're, when, they're been, when they've been isolated, will be feeling more and more of these feelings. So it's important that we are continuing to do the right things. We're continuing to exercise ourselves in ways that we're going to get the victory. We're going to fight 
uh, fight and win. So yeah, um, there's so much more we could say. There really is, but I, I don't want to overload because I know that what the temptation is now is, is there's so much out there. Really, what we're offering is, look, take the time to care for your heart. Yeah. Get get take 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 time to pause. Take time to withdraw. Take time to turn off all media. Find the rhythm, right the right balance. Um, you know, fit, you don't have to be fighting all the time. It's this intense activity. There's a there's there's a rhythm, there's a balance, there's a routine mm-hmm. to it that that can uh, you know that can mean you can just stay, you can just keep keep at it. I'll finish with this. We'll offer this. When I was when my book camp down in Wales, uh, Martin, um, one of the last things they offered, they, they shared a scripture for Second Kings thirteen. There's a king who is under attack and he's desperate for guidance and instruction. So he goes to Elisha, the man of God, the prophet. And he's saying, what do I do? What do I do? And Elisha told him to hit the ground so many times with his rod. But the king heard this instruction and, and he was kind of like, he never took it serious. He's like, what's that going to do for me? He told him to hit him, say it was six times, and I think he only hit it three times. And the king was impassionate, kind of non-committed response. Elijah prophesied and told him, I told you to do it this many times. Because you only done it, you know these three times, you're going to have a partial victory. Your victory is not going to be complete. And really, the message out of that, and when I heard it first time, I thought that is so true. The our heights of success are won by the daily persistent doing. Persistent in some is to keep at it, to keep doing the right things, to not just quit because things are getting a bit difficult, even in the face of discouragement or dis- difficulty or, or rejection or there's little or little indication of success here. Just keep doing what you know to do. Keep hitting the ground. Keep doing wh- wh- what's good for you. And you know, the promise is, you know, we we will rise. We will rise to newness of life. We will all get through this. And else? Aye, thanks Derek. I just as Derek is saying, and there's a lot about battles and mm-hmm. and a lot about fighting, but you know it's it's different battles a day, guys. It's it's battles so that we can help help other people, you know, it's battles that we can have a wee bit of compassion for another guy that's going through this and we can have a wee bit of love, you know, and we can put the arms around people and say, Look, it's alright. I've been through what you've been through. Come on, we'll do this, more we'll try this. You know, and that, that's a real battle to free other guys' hearts, not just the rain. Once the rain's been freed, let's go out and free other guys' hearts, you know. Because I think as men in the west of Scotland, we find it really, really hard to talk and open up. But you know, once we've been opened up, then we can go out and help others. This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighter.life. Until next time, God bless you.